0: count money man back money, riches, riches. Try, try and told try and told him I'm a beast bud. What's up gang What's welcome up, to up, the grindcast, the grindcast. Simon yeah, here, here. get here. ready it's, get a day. Day. it's a new day What's up gang welcome to another episode of the grindcast Get ready it's a new day we're going to switch it up a little bit and we're going to call this one shout out to Kanye we're going to be we're going to be doing uh college dropout Oh okay so okay. these these young three studs okay. Uh, we're going to learn about their affiliation with college. Did they go to college? Did they choose not to go to college? How did it all work out? But these three are, are three, uh, I can't even really call them all, up-and-coming studs. They're already crushing the game and uh, have spent a few years you know, in the business. So we want to get some wisdom yeah. from these guys. So we got sure. Anthony Spataro in the house uh, by way of the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre office. We got Spencer Coze in the okay. house by way of our Tampa, Florida office. What's up? And we got Tristan Delabick in the house, uh, representing our Chicago operation and uh, one of my current partners in this business. At uh, 23 years old, so we're gonna learn some 20, some 22. game. 22. These, you you still only 22, 22. years old, Tristan? Man. I apologize,
1: that's, yes sir. Sorry interrupting.
0: My God, no, we got to get. That's just <laughs> get we right. got an extra year of eligibility with you. I keep trying to give you a year, dog. That's that's unbelievable what you three have have uh accomplished. Uh Spataro, are you the OG? Are you the are you the uh the one with the most age and wisdom over there? Is cuz I know I think, you're you're I think you're older than that. You what are you? 24, 25?
2: I'm 23. I turn I turn oh. 24
0: in October. 23, oh, 23 about to be 24. Absolute superstar. Too. And how about you Spence?
3: I'm 21, turning 22 in next February, so we. Still you just
0: turned, time. yeah. You just turned 21, 21 years old, 22, man. 22, 23. So just to encourage and and be real with you guys, like, imagine how good you guys are going to be in in business and in life. Because I started in this business at 22 and a half, I just started. So, Spence, what you're already doing, I didn't even like, I didn't even start yet. All the stuff you've accomplished in life and in business and. You know, same thing with you, Tristan, and uh, Spataro, I was only like six months in the the business at this point. And look at all the experience and things that that you've accomplished, man. So we don't just got any old people in the house. We got some dogs in the house. So first off, uh, did all of you guys make it? Uh, to college, you know, maybe start out with Spence. You know, I want, I want to get the facts. Sometimes there's things that you didn't know happened, like, oh, yeah. I went here and nobody yeah. knew it. So, you know, did you guys make it to college? If so, what was your major? And, and uh, we could start there. So start with Spence.
3: So I made it to community college, which my friends tell me doesn't really count as a real four-year college. So because my GPA in high school wasn't getting me into a four-year with a 1.9. So I spent a year and a half at community college in Allegheny County. And as far as my major goes, I don't think I had a major picked out. Me not knowing shows how not really serious. I was taking it. I was kind of just going to go because I had nothing else to do. But I think the major I was going for, or at least I was thinking about getting was a communications major, but I only spent a year and a half there. And then that was, that was the, uh, so um, now tell me,
0: tell me this. How much money do you think you're going to make this year? Mm.
3: No less than 250000
0: So a quarter mine. million dollars at 21 years old, Spence, and you had a 1.9 GPA wow. in, uh, in high school. Who would have ever thought it, thunk it? Who, who, who would have ever thought it? That Spencer, and there's still probably people out there that don't, that ain't believers. Cause I know when that was a big motivator for me, Spence, to keep on taking it to another level was when I was young, you know, just starting out. They're like, no way, not, not Simon no. in, in a, like legit business and, and killing it. And this is like, so I'm like, man, I, I, I gotta prove to people. Even if it's just a little thing to motivate myself, I got to prove to people that this thing is for real and I'm for real and and we're going to take it to the next level. And and, and I know it sounds shallow, but as an athlete, you know, one of my – one of my ways to get myself mentally in the zone was to put a chip on my shoulder and make myself an underdog of, Oh man, you small, or you ain't supposed to be here. And you know, that was the thing that would motivate me and inspire yeah. me. So it's not about like, Oh man, bragging or, or getting into a mindset of, of, of all, uh, how much money did I make? It's more like, man, I want to put myself in a, a place mentally of where I feel like these people are against me or doubt me because you know, not that I'm anything close to Michael Jordan, but the mindset was like Jordan always used to love when people would bet against him oh, or, yeah. or think he was an underdog. Same thing as as, uh, as Tom Brady. So, you know, you 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 Spencer, you know, or somebody that, you know, I feel like feeds off of that a little bit. You know, I know there's there's been times we've talked about it. Like, man, I wish people would get it because I care about them, and they just don't get it. And I know that got to be a motivator for you as well. So I can't wait to pull some more stuff from you. Uh, Anthony Spataro, what was your experience college-wise? Spataro.
2: Yes, sir. So I actually uh, actually played uh, college football my freshman year of school. I actually studied chemistry on my first year, believe it or not. It so was something that I kind of just picked up because it was something I was good at, you know, in high school, so I carried it on into college. You know, I realized it wasn't something I wanted to do at the end of the day when I rolled into the classes. But, you know, I, it was just something where I moved, you know, halfway uh, – I moved, I moved into a totally different state at the time, you know, to actually go to school. Um, but I, I actually just studied chemistry at the time and actually transitioned my second year before I left college. Um, I actually transitioned into business specifically accounting.
0: Love it. And then, and then what happened?
2: <laughs> well, from that point, my, um, uh, my buddy who actually went to a college right across the street from me, uh, I went to King's college right here in Scranton, Pennsylvania. He was going, he was going to Wilkes college, which was right across the street. And he actually approached me with the opportunity of a, of a summer internship, you know, here at Arius Agencies. That's actually how I first got involved in the company was just from a summer internship. It wasn't going to be anything that was, you know, permanent, kind of just a temporary thing to be able to get some experience under my belt. You know, have, have some money during the college. The college let to buy books, you know, and just pay for food uh, as, as a college student going to school and playing football and everything like that. So it wasn't going to be something that was permanent. It was supposed to be temporary initially.
0: And then what happened? What made the, the, like, what changed?
2: What made you stay? a A little bit of personal success in the business, but the number one thing was the environment that I was in. You know, seeing people just like myself creating massive success, you know, that were once just in the same exact shoes as myself. You know, the only thing that I recognized at that point in time, the only difference between me and them was just that gap of experience. You know, that gap of the reps, the gap of the work, you know, from that point in time. So I knew if I surrounded myself with those types of individuals, those people, you know, in the office that were getting the success that I wanted, I knew it was just a matter of time I was going to trade places.
0: Beautiful, man. And congratulations because, you know, I know you're getting ready to be promoted, you know, to you know one of our higher level of leadership positions by the end of the year. And when you look at it, man, you know, some of our superstars that are, you know, beasts, you know, they're they're 40 years old. You know, 35 years old, we got OG Dave Wang, you know, 50 years old, just studs. And you're getting the same contract that they have. You're, you're getting the same position that they have. And, and, and you're 23 years old. Crazy. And the people that have walked through some of those positions, it's almost like it's not the same if you're a running back, you know, at Ohio State. You know, it's like, man, look at all the legends that have played here. Look at all the Heisman Trophy winners. Look at the national championships. It's a different level of of play. It's not the same everywhere which you guys have built. The culture that you guys, the competitive atmosphere and environment and number of talented people, you know, that are in the organization. It's it's like starting at a at a powerhouse, you know, college football program, you know, Spitaro at a twenty three years old and there's people that hold that position in in are thirty five years old, you know, thirty-two years old, and they're happy to do it. You know what I mean? So you're uh, you're way ahead of the game, and I, I know you got some years. How long you been here? I feel like we went. Remember, we went to the Globe uh, yeah. Stadium. We went to the uh, Texas Rangers game. I think that might even been b- before they named it Globe uh, Stadium. Yeah. Was was that Spataro?
2: I think it was when they just rebranded it over. Okay, they, they had just started it with, with
0: Globe. How many years ago was that?
2: That was like three three years ago. So I'm I'm four years in the deal.
0: Crazy, bro, Tristan. Were you there? you were there too wow we look at that class wow look at that class whatever that contest was i gotta <laughs> run that one back you guys gotta help me remember what the texas yeah, rangers was, contest was if i could get two one. more out of that alumni that class of killers going to that game we got to figure yeah, out what that be, brought out of yeah. a person so that's dope tristan Tell us about you. I was telling Perm in the car, I don't Man. want to jump the gun, but I know you was at FedEx. I don't know. if Did he have, you think he had them Them like nice shorts, you oh, know what yeah, I'm saying, the tight wearing, shorts yeah. and oh, stuff yeah, for the girls? De- yeah, he was definitely wearing them Tell us about shorts. your story,
1: Tristan. Man, I was I was shredded in high school working at UPS. It was UPS. Oh, you and was that shredded? Was high school. UPS. Huh. No, FedEx is for, for softies. UPS, oh, we that's UPS for softies. Oh, UPS is the ho- so, okay, okay. Yeah. I love UPS, but you guys, they need to be investigated. That was that was some hard work, man. 53-foot trailers, no air conditioning. And I st- i was in a union. So, like, coming here, I was like, dang, I was in the local 30. So that's a Teamster union for okay. those of you in PA. So I was in a union for a year and a half as a 16-year-old, and I worked my way up into supervision somehow. I convinced them. I, I mean, this was when I was a bad kid. Uh, so I guess you guys can kind of do the math there. I don't know how I was smarter than Spencer, but I guess I was paying, I had, I had my girls doing, doing my high school work. So I, I was investing some of my hustling money back into getting my school work done because I got expelled. And, and, uh, so I would, my, my, my girlfriends would, my girlfriends would do my, my work. Perm's laughing. He know, you know what I mean? For sure. So, uh, For sure. I was getting my work None done. Nothing wrong with saying dad, that. You know what I mean? General, it's that, 17 years old. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah, that's, you yeah. know. That. I was seventeen. I was my yeah. dad was fresh. And you out. got expelled uh, out of high school. It yep. had to find Great a way to job. get back in, buddy. Yes. Yeah. So my my dad was was fresh out. I think a year or so out. We hadn't talked yet. Uh, so he did some state time for or some federal time for some mistakes he had made. And uh, he he was a, he was away most of my childhood. So uh, he had gotten out, and I knew he knew how to get to some money. I didn't know how he knew how to get to get to the money, but I, I knew in my heart I wanted to be rich. And I hit him up. He's like, "You need school," and uh, flew down, and we started to try to rekindle that relationship. And he he went to an HBCU growing up, right in the heart of Little Rock, Arkansas, and that's where I'm from. Simon was just down there. Shout out to Sienna. I like Little Rock. I heard. Yeah, it was nice. It I was had nice. a good so time. I, was, I hit it I off with at the people. HBCU. So I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's a My historical home. black college. Of course, I you know that.
0: We take inspiring minds. You know, kids there all the time. Yeah, we yes. do those. Tours. So I was,
1: I was the lightest cat there. I knew I, yes. I was there for a few days, That's and I don't light, know right. what got me into studying loans, but I started studying your guys' subsidized Look, look and at I'm that high yellow loans. boy
0: over there. Come here, boy. Come here, boy. We need some light. Won't you come in? It's dark <laughs> in here. Won't you come in? Light, <laughs> come come <laughs> in. Night light, light bright. Come on in and let us the light out. It's dark in this
1: room. Yes. <laughs> okay, was my nuts. father, I just came I out. i in purple jackets with gold boots, and I'm like, I got to get into that frat. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so. the cues. But I threw up the fence once, and that was the last time I did that. And uh, that was college. I studied to subsidize unsubsidize. I figured out something about unsubsidized loans, and they started accruing immediately. And I was like, dang, brother. You know, I'm not going to school for business in Arkansas, barely knowing my dad, arguing with him every day. and He I, the, started he to rack up some debt. And I moved back. Oh, Yeah. So Came you back. moved back. Came back. I moved back. I think it was two, three months. I was in school for a week or two. And then what happened? And then I was working. So I obviously left UPS. I was working. I grew up with a uh, best friend was Italian. His dad was an immigrant. He mm. built a business from the ground up. He had five cars by the time he was 16. Mm. So he was like my second dad. He was a. He, I don't know if I can swear on here, but he was a jerk. Um, but he, I was a good, healthy jerk. You know what I mean? That, he wasn't right. really beat me, but he was like, he would check me every day. Like, even just growing up, he'd make, he'd make us work. We were, like, 12 years old. He'd make us work. And so I started working for him again at 18, and I was in a pizza shop just waiting to go. Wow. To the space what a again.
0: major role that dude played.
1: For sure. Huge role. Do you talk I to
0: pretty... the
1: cat? Excuse me? Do you talk to him? Yeah, my best friend. I just saw him. I went to see my pap for Memorial. He. But your, it's your best friend's dad, though, right? Y- yes, yes. Yeah, do you talk to him? Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually a funny story. We so got to hunt them down. Opinion, I'll hunt them down
0: because that's, we got to give yeah. them some love. You know what I mean? That's that, because yes. you're, you're one of your best traits, Tristan, is your discipline. The level of discipline that you operate in, uh, is, is a little bit at a, a extremely higher level than most people that I've come in contact with at a young age, especially, uh, you know, Spence, I feel like you got a lot of that, you know, too mm-hmm. from some of the things that you've done and not that you don't, uh, Spataro, I just, there's some specific things that I've told these two to do that they consistently always do that I haven't. And I'm about to put that on you when we get off of this call, uh, so I can add you to the list. But I, I just, Tristan, I know one of the major things, dude, I, I could point to on your success level has been your level of uh discipline and respect that you're able to show to people that are older than you, um, and while still maintaining a level of, of being a competitor in, in winning, you know, at the same time. And I know that comes from those type of things. So that's 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 cool. So what what did you, what was your initial leap from school to our business like? Uh, and I'll say uh, Tristan.
1: If you guys don't mind, I'll show you real quick. You know, I got an email from you and I thought it was legitimately from you. And maybe this won't work, Giovanni. You can edit it out if it doesn't but I got an email. So I okay. uploaded my resume it works. and you guys can read through it, whatever, but I, I uploaded my resume and I just had a high school diploma and I was like, man, you know, there's gotta be something. Cause I'm like, there's nothing I can do. I was, I had a contract with world star, some social media platform, but that, that was 50 bucks, a, a video of me doing crazy, crazy things. I didn't want to risk my life for anymore. And uh, basically I was like, there's gotta be something I'm uploading a resume. I get an email Come to find out it's like a, a, you know, sales company or something. And I go in and Ryan Ohm takes me for a ride for the first interview in his Maserati. So I think it's a Gran Turismo when it's a two-door yep. Maserati. Yep. So Ryan Ohm, big, young, to me, young young person in business. Most people I thought had to be 80 years old to be successful in business. He's in his 30s. He's jacked. You know what I mean? He's real. But Ryan Ohm, he really don't have like a script. He's just like authentic. And uh, we were ripping in this, you know, this, this, he's like, you ready to make a hundred grand? And I'm like, dog, I'm ready to make, you know, a grand. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> One, Just what? One, One step time. at a time. Yeah, I'm ready to make a grand. So uh, basically I enrolled on the spot. I didn't have any money. I had to have my mom send up, you know, her debit card information. I was negative. She was negative. I don't know where she got the money. And um, she sent up the money. I enrolled, and I borrowed her car and drove up to take my license the next day. Brody told me he got it done in a few days. I made sure I got it done in a day. So for me, I think that's that's a little thing that I've noticed is an advantage for people. Is I'm competitive not with just uh, one thing. I'm I'm competitive with everything. Man,
0: I love it. Wow. I love it, bro. I love wow. it. What, what what would you say uh, the social pressures yeah. were, uh, uh, Spataro and and Spence? you know, coming straight out of high school or straight out of uh, college or, or you know, leaving college or leaving a, a community college, you, you know, if you had friends. Like, what were some of the social pressures from people in general and friends as you're making that transition from that into business? Because it's not always popular. There's people talking sauce, oh, you know, yeah. in that transition. How are you going over there, Foe?
2: <clears throat> exactly, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of social pressure at first, a lot of from, you know, family. Family was a big one. You know oh, yeah. at first initially just because you know we coming from uh, coming from the type of family i was with it was mainly like you know go to school get your education get your degree and then go find a job wow. from there so that was mainly like the biggest pressure really from family at first um but from friends really like i still live kind of near the campus uh kind of where the office was so i had people you know ex-football players that were like my brothers you know from the previous year that we played together you know wanted to hang out go to the bar you know uh just basically social pleasure you know in all reality but It was kind of just making sure that you take yourself separate yourself and making sure that those things that you understand that they're just temporary temporary uh pleasures pleasures, you know in all reality they're going to serve you five years from today or 10 years from today in your life so it was just a, a lot of a lot of sacrifice a lot of saying no to things that you know that wouldn't grow your business better your business um especially when you're first starting out you know in this in this opportunity in this career there was a lot of pressure to be able to you know go to the bar go get pizza go to the gym at a certain time where I know I gotta make calls at that time. So, so how did right. you do it, it man? How,
0: how did you do it? How did you, you know, w- w- with the pressures of, you know, maybe not everybody in your family supporting the, the decision and f- teammates or, you know, people that like all of that, how, how did you do you me, it? Right. Like, what's the, what advice would you give to somebody to be able to do that?
2: The best advice I can give really is just uh, communicate with your family, really. Like that's the biggest thing that had them buy into me and buy on my side was keeping up to date on them, you know, what I was going through every day, but mainly the positive things, not really the negative things, because you throw the negative things at them, that's all they're going to hear and just block out the positive. That's huge. That's huge
0: because people care about you and they're already nervous about it. So now you're in a transition. you got to keep the negatives out and only speak the positives. Communicating. Exactly. I like
2: it. And that's what they remember. And that's what they try to build up with inside myself there as well as, you know, some of the positives I'm talking about. So when they see me down or they see it in my energy, they're able to kind of relay and bring back some of the things that I was talking about with them about the positives. Right. And it just uplifted my energy, uplifted my spirit. And especially from the people closest to me, like my parents and my family, that's the biggest impact it really made on me. So, so you eventually know, they ended up encouraging
0: you when you were down. It sounds like. Yeah. Is that real? Is that real?
2: At first at first it I mean, was that's when crazy. You're going back to school, you know, when exactly. you're going, when you're coming home. Right. That's what it was the first six or twelve months, you know, with, with my family and all reality. But I, all I said was here, give me twelve months of my time. That's it. Love give me it. Twelve months, give me one year. There's another I mean, nugget right there. Me like, give
0: me twelve months. Give me twelve months. Man. Give me twelve months is another nugget. Love it. How about you, Spence?
3: So for me I had different different pulls coming from different directions, probably the strongest one. And the one that had the most impact on me was my mother and how she felt about me coming down here. Because growing up, she was always like super, super not worried about me, but she was just very, very loving. And she wanted to see me happy and comfortable, just like any mother probably would. So... I knew if I told her that I was dropping out of college to move to Florida and start working with my cousin, Mark, cause she already knew what he did that she would not be happy. So as bad as it is, I pretty much hid it from her for like a month until it was about a week out. And I told her, I'm like, Hey, by the way, I'm moving to Florida to go sell life insurance. I'm done with college.
0: It oh. sounds I, I like a great her. idea. Yeah. sounds like, like everybody would be woo! proud. I'm proud of you. Exactly. And Excited. You did a great thing. Tons of support. Oh, yeah.
3: I took it like ripping off a bandaid. I figured it would hurt her less if I just told her and did it. So one week out, I'm like, hey, there's a U-Haul coming to the house in a week. So I'm going to need some at least a couple hundred bucks or something to move down to Florida because I'm leaving. And I'm going to need a new phone. And she thought I was kidding until like three days before I left. I had my cousin Mark basically call her and say, "Hey, like we're moving to Florida. He's coming and he's done with school." So that only gave her like 3 days to try to
0: God bless cousin Mark cuz that ain't an easy conversation. That, that's not easy. I got yeah, cousins in this business.
3: So that's how I that's how I did it with my mom and she didn't really support. She was crying, she was scared, nervous. I don't blame her just like any right? other Right, can would you blame
0: be. her? No. Can't blame her. No.
3: She understands now and then from my dad His main thing was he always just wanted me to be independent. doesn't matter if I made $30,000 a year. doesn't matter if I made a million dollars a year. He just wanted me out and doing my own thing, being independent. So for him, I don't think he necessarily supported it. Like, I didn't think he probably didn't think it was the best idea, but he was like, yeah, just, you know, do what you want to do. If you think you can go down there and be dependent on yourself, then go ahead and do it. And the thing that really made me realize—so like, basically I was, was it like,
0: matter matter let's, see it. Let's let's, let's see it, let's let's prove it, show let's prove it, let's see what you could do. Show, show me, me what you got. Show me. You think you a man? Okay, you know what I mean. Either ahead, me. either you're gonna win and I'll yeah. be happy, or you're gonna learn yep. and then you'll be able to listen to what I'm telling you right. because you tried it your way already. That's smart on his yeah. end. Yep, for sure. Smart on his end mm-hmm. for all three so of I you just, guys. Go ahead.
3: I just always listen. I was going to say, I just always listened to Mark and Simon saying, mm. basically it's performance-based. That's the one thing I remember from the uh, company overview. It's performance-based, bet on yourself, and there's people here doing it. So just me, I was like, all right, well, they can tell me that, so no matter what my mother says, she doesn't know like how I'm feeling about betting on myself, so I'm going to Florida and doing it no matter what. So that was that was like the hardest one. And then all my friends, I told them like a week in advance too – and they thought I was just—they thought I was kidding, or they <laughs> thought I was gonna fold on it like the day the U-Haul was coming. Yeah,
0: like. Yeah.
3: So I didn't really hear much from them other than them saying it's kind of dumb. So how old, like you you how
0: old were you when you moved to Florida? Twenty. How old were you when you moved to Florida? Twenty.
3: Just turned. Just turned twenty. Yeah. 20. Like just turned twenty. A month after I turned twenty. Wow.
2: Okay. Wow, your mom. So you, you, they wanted to really get at you, though, huh? Your parents. Yeah. Yeah
0: count money man money, stack riches, riches. Try, try and told try and told him i'm a beast bud what's up gang welcome to the grindcast simon Arias here get ready it's a new day